here in Philadelphia. We, uh, the lady who rented us a very nice place, she asked us to take out the garbage. We did not do it. We wanted to do it, but just things didn't work out because we saw Radiohead last night. It was a great show, but you know, we're moving kind of slow today. I am Fifi Potterson. This is. This is Nick. Yes, Nick. And, uh, yeah, so we just wanted to, you know, sum up this, uh, this tour. It was, the, it was the last show of the tour. Philadelphia crowd really, you know, they really brought it. Yeah, I, I really appreciated uh, their enthusiasm. They, they came out and they just wanted to party. They were just drinking and smoking it up. It was great. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, before before the concert, I was you know I got my usual you know pre Radiohead jitters. I wonder what's gonna happen. That's always it's the same thing basically always happens. But I mean I'm not sure what's gonna occur. Yeah, I was in the car like in the Uber ride. I didn't know what to say to this guy. He was the most talkative Uber driver I've ever seen, and the worst storyteller. But uh, I he I was he was nice. He was a nice guy. I just, I, I didn't, I was too nervous. I was too ner- nervous about what we were going to see. I didn't know what to say to him. He, I was getting lost with his stories anyway. Yeah, yeah. It was all on me to, you know, generate the humanity in that, in that, in that car. It was all on me, but I did it. And uh, well, it was your Uber. Yeah, I don't, yeah, you discussed. Um, it you, was your Uber. It was, <laughs> it was your uh, uh, pickup. You talked to the man on the phone first. Yeah. So I, you came in and you said hi and kept going. I didn't necessarily see an opening. I, I, yeah, I, I really feel like you were just out of, yeah. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, this, is, this is a distinction I think you're just making, you know, just, just to rationalize. But uh, moving on from Alan, shout out to Alan, the driver. But uh, so pre-show anxiety level, it was uh, last show of the tour. I really wanted them to bring it. And uh, the long line, longer line than I saw uh, before the show in New York. So I guess, you know, people in Philadelphia, it's probably not as many things to do. So they, you know, they're, they're coming early. So I respect that. And also, I think they let people in later. Yeah, I also think that, yeah, the security was just, you know, just they're not quite as on point as uh as msg yeah i mean they they uh let you wait online inside the building in msg here it was just like no we're not letting anybody walk in this building until we have chilled properly yeah and uh and before the show there was a guy that had a fuck i uh, no, not uh he he just had a t-shirt that said i hope they play creep i did not like that t-shirt no no that t-shirt was terrible um i just it just it it yucked me out it gave me a bad feeling like that that guy was here in the building with us experiencing what we were experiencing yeah it's uncalled for yeah yeah luckily we didn't see him again uh but we saw a lot of people wearing radiohead t-shirts and uh, I just want to say for our three listeners, I am violently opposed to people wearing the T-shirt of the band you're going to see. It's redundant. You're going to see the band. Obviously, you think something about them. And just you should have a, a shirt referencing a cool, you know, some other cool act as opposed to it's not a sporting event. Right. You know, we're not all wearing the same gear to, you know, root on the same team. It's just 
it's just not right. It's just not right. Yeah, and on and on top of that, um, yeah, it's like you said, it goes without saying. Obviously, you love this band if you're going out to see them and pay all this money and wait online. Just who you know, like don't your enthusiasm is appreciated, but keep it down. Yeah, well, the enthusiasm should be reserved for you, know, like you know, cheering and yelling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and these guys might be the the holding the camera phones up to record types. Yeah, who, who are very annoying. Even though the next day I'm always watching their videos. Um, but yeah, but you should really, if you're going to record, you should just be in the seats, and that way it's you're on an incline, and there's really no one, true. there's really no way behind you. I would, you know, because because uh, yeah, during most of the last encore, I had some guy, uh, you know, with his camera phone up above me, and it's super annoying, and uh, it's not right. Ideally, they would take everybody's phone, but they haven't opted to go in that direction. Yeah. But uh, it'd be nice if they did that next time around, assuming there is a next time around. So uh, the opener, it was the fifth time I was seeing the opener. Mm-hmm. Un, unun. I thought it was Junun. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Junun. I, yeah, I, uh, I was nervous when I said it. <laughs> so what do you think of them? Are you, are, do you like John, Johnny's little super group? It is a super group. Those guys are just ultra, ultra talented at what they do. Uh, yeah, they're they're great. I mean, they're they're amazing. I mean, they did the same exact set list every time. I never got tired of it. It always worked. Um, they they had great spirit. They were like super happy to be there. It was like a great way to open the show. And they have they have a, a interesting uh, two man mini group within the group, which is those two guys on the right. Who sound like they're rapping a lot of times? I, yeah. You can't tell, but they are rapping. Yeah, I, I, de- I call, I, I was calling them Indian, nice and smooth. That was my, right. that was how I was referencing them. And yeah, they did like their hand gestures and stuff. It was very MC like. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think in India they're, they're just considered like MCs. Yeah, no, they're definitely MCs. I mean, go worldwide, they are MCs. There's yeah. no other way of putting it. Like they have the motions, everything is there, and like that horn player. His his moves are just out of this world. He reminds me almost of like, like a different version of um, what, what's our guy from uh from Brian Jonestown um oh Joel. And, and, uh, yeah Joel of yeah. Joel yeah Joel has these great dance moves. This guy is just in the back like doing his thing and just blows the horn at the right moments. They're great. Yeah the the yeah, the, the trumpet player he's he's yeah he's the Roberto Benini of the yep. of the of Junun. Yeah. So uh, the lead singer's great. I saw him at the back of the of the uh, general admission at the fourth show at Madison Square Garden. Not not as tall as you would as he looks on stage. And uh, I remember uh, Michael. I went with he. Uh, he was like, "Oh, is that the lead singer?" I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I can't be that guy. Is, that guy's not tall enough." The horn makes him taller, I think. Yeah. So um, and then Radiohead came out, and they they did. Daydreaming, which uh, they open up every show with Daydreaming. It's the slowest song they play. It really throws down the gauntlet of like, oh, you're excited? Well, yeah, we're we're gonna bring it down to the ground. It's you know, it's quite, uh, yeah, it's it's quite the 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 uh, weird way to throw it down. But they, you know, they're Radiohead. They make it work. Uh, yeah. I mean, I you know, I wasn't 
that in favor of it. But, you know, they did it really good last night. I, 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 I didn't mind it. I'm yeah. I'm okay with it. I you know I I loved in 2012 when they did Bloom to open um, their shows because that just sets it off. Like oh is that Bloom right there? Uh yeah. That is Bloom. Yeah. Okay. Bloom right in from the, the basement in my phone. So yeah no Bloom is awesome but you know what daydreaming it just I don't know it it, it sets it. It sets it up where you can only get more hyper, which yeah. is fine. I, I like that that's not going to throw off the rhythm in the middle when it's getting hot. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a weird song because it also, it also sort of – it also forces the crowd to sort of define their enthusiasm level early on. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, like it's like, are you going to bring it for this incredibly so, slow song? If you could bring it for this, it'll make it easier to bring it for the faster songs. And then that went into Desert Island Disc, which live is like a hundred times better than the album version. The album version is bleh, and and uh, and yeah, live it just it just they just really bring it. It's like very hypnotic, and the you know the chorus at the end is is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's it's almost like it reminds me of um, Kid A Amnesiac level, like just that wavy kind of bounce. Um, that a lot of those songs had back then. Uh, I I grew to like it. You know, I, I'm not a, the biggest fan of starting with two slow songs, but you know what? Track three, uh, full stop. They they just bring it like all the ruckus, all the energy. So it's like two songs songs that are slow into a really fast, uh, just a party starter, I guess. Uh, yeah, full stop definitely sets it off. It was like a it wasn't as, I mean, I've heard denser, sort of more rhythmic, like harder hitting full stops, but it might have been the most interesting full stop I've seen out of all the shows. It was like, Why was it, different? it was just sort of, it was, it, it was almost going off the rails at a certain point, but they sound, they found a way to sort of like pull it back. And it was, it was just like, it was just a very like trippy, just like, uh, it's sort of like it, it sort of like hit more angles and sort of like took a few weirder turns than uh and then had on other nights and uh yeah really good version of a uh, full stop um and then after that we had uh 15 15 step. step always a good party starter full stop into 15 step that was just perfect um keep the rhythm going like 15 step they brought the maracas like every yeah. like like they were just hitting those fast rhythms um to me you, after full stop you have a big decision to make do you want to keep the energy going or do you want to bring it down like 15 step is the perfect like just keep it kind of yeah. on an even like don't go too low but don't go too high after full stop i thought it was perfect and then also, I think 15 Steps is a song that I think the crowd defines that song a lot. And the crowd has to sort of be into it. It's sort of like not leave them hanging. I think the crowd was was uh, pretty good that way. Yeah, th there was a lot of crowd participation um, potential. And the crowd met that potential last night. Yeah. And then uh, within a couple of songs, they went to videotape, which uh, which was probably the low point of the show for me. Because they don't play it the right way. They should play it the way they did in 2006. But for some odd reason, they just refuse to play it that way. Um, but then, so they dug themselves a hole with videotape. And then they found the perfect song to, it out from the grave. to dig themselves out of that hole. 
which is Dex Dark. Johnny had just a bananas guitar yeah. solo on that. Uh, yeah, Dex Dark. That was amazing. I'm a big fan of Dex Dark too. That's that's my favorite song off um, the Moonshape Pool album. And I've never seen. I didn't get to see that that live at the last concert I went to. So this is just it was done perfectly, and it just sounded so eerie. And uh, I don't know. It has like enough space in that song to like just allow for them to kind of just play around with their instruments a little bit. I thought it was great. And uh, it just kept on going after that. They went Let Down, which was awesome, after Dex Dark. Everything in its right place is the rhythm is just perfect. Yeah, I like it. It's a different everything in its right place than they usually do. Everything in its yeah. right place used to be like sort of like it, they would usually end like the opening, like the main set with it. Because they would sort of let, like, uh, Johnny and Ed would just sort of, like, you know, just let... Yeah, they would walk off, like, all the layers of sound uh, through their uh, whatever machine. Yeah. And, uh, but this is a very tight, very, like, you know, very specifically bouncy. uh, Everything in its right place. It's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. Wait, hold hold on. Before we go any further, can we address... um, our standing situation. Oh, okay. Uh, you wanna, you well, I had a guy that we like, you know, that we were talking to and then I don't know, he just kept like coming. Like he was like, I kept, he kept coming back and then I had to like move back. And then there was the question of like, well, how much space do I have behind me? Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it was, it was a little rough through large segments. Yeah. I mean the, um, the the crowd was great. It was just kind of surrounding in our general area. We had he had his problems on one side, and I had like this young couple, and they were just like I don't know. They were dancing at the wrong speeds, and then they were like trying to to jump in front of me. So you know you have to, even though you just want to like chill and enjoy the show, it always ends up happening where someone around you is just like they just they they don't get it. And uh, we we were kind of being bombarded from both sides, but um, you know we worked through it. We figured it out. Yeah, I think that that's part of the appeal of general admission of like things may go bad, yeah. and you have to figure out a way to like rise above it or and yeah. not let it ruin you. And uh, yeah, because then also there were moments where I did have the right amount of space. Um, from him and those moments were like great this is like oh this is awesome he's like he's like another four inches away from me that makes all the difference yeah yeah yeah. now i can just be me and not worry about anything else going on and i mean obviously your your vision that plays a role because for i'd say the first maybe at least i want to say up until dex dark which is eight songs in I had the most amazing view I've ever had. I mean, I it was just I had Johnny and Tom, and if if uh, if I could kind of angle around the the tall woman's head in front of me, like I could kind of see the drummer. Yeah. It was really cool. And then at some point, someone moved, and that like everything kind of toppled, and I ended up ha- having some taller guy right in front of my face, and I couldn't move him. I couldn't like go to the side it was just so packed that like all of a sudden it went from like being the most amazing thing i've ever seen to like 
Ah, this is like the same old thing I've seen a million times back in somebody's head. But it didn't last, and I made the best. It was good. It was I, I ended up working the corners, and you adapt. Yeah, I had um actually I didn't think of that. Yeah, I had pretty good sight lines the whole show. That was that was never really a problem. So uh, I remember there was one MSG show where I did have a tall guy in front of me. So it was basically like I would just have to choose like what side on right. the stage I was looking at. I can never really get most of the show. I, yeah, I couldn't get like the whole stage right, just right. looking at it. And yeah. we we went from like one side to the other. Like we were we were on Johnny's side. And then by the end of the show, we were sort of like on the other side of the mic, and we were like more on Ed's side. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of we kind of moved like that. Um, but I I felt like you had a decent thing because you were kind of like behind me at an angle, yeah. and you're taller than me, so like that always helps. Like because you know you're you're gonna definitely see over me. Yeah. It's just is there someone really tall in front of me? But for the most part, if you kind of sit, I think that's how it always ends up when we go to concerts. I mean, yeah, like, we don't even talk about it, but you end up slightly, like, angled behind me, you know? Okay, yeah. A lot of times it ends up like that, I think. Well, because, I mean, because uh, also, like, like, what I had with this guy of, like, if somebody's, like, dancing in front of you, like, you know, you don't, you end up, like, trying to get back because you don't want to, you know, you you want you want to hit with the butt like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's an issue of like the person oh, will the be, actual butt. Yeah, and then the person will be like, "Well, did he like bump into my butt on purpose?" Like you don't want these like weird issues during right, the concert. Right. So, uh but we managed through. What uh what do you think was uh the best song of the night? I really like Lotus Flower. I, yeah, I thought Lotus Flower was was just perfect um we were talking about it before uh you know lotus flower is 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 one of those ones where it's such a perfect song oh weird fishes too i thought that was amazing yeah like to end the show they did weird fishes into karma police like weird weird fishes people freaked that was that was a great uh little selection right there um so i yeah i'd say both of those weird fishes and um and uh, Lotus Flower. Uh, yeah, I would probably go Dex Dark. That was I. I there was something about that that just yeah. like really, it's like wow. it's a great live song. Just the rhythm of it. Yeah. There's like there's like a cool like creepiness to it. Um, and uh, it's really good. Uh, Spe but Spectre was also really good. He said probably the funniest thing. I've ever heard uh, Tom York say at a concert, which was that uh, it was more a delivery, just that, um, you know, they wrote this song for the James Bond <laughs> soundtrack. They didn't like it. So we're going to play it for you tonight. <laughs> 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 That's pretty funny. There was one. I'm trying to look up the lyric. What was the lyric? The only truth that I can see. Uh, Spectre has come for me. That, I don't know. That, that really, good. that was no, a really he, good line. Yeah, he delivers it good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and um, probably my least favorite song of the night was was videotape, because the whole time they're playing videotape, I'm looking at Johnny going, pick up the guitar, <laughs> and he just won't do it. 
because also the change if you haven't heard the 2006 version the change is really like johnny could literally just like pick up the guitar and just at any moment just decide he's going to change the song and everybody would have to react to it that's the one thing from these shows of like it's such a big show that they do they can't be super spontaneous uh yeah that's that's a good point um there is a lot of yeah you could tell there's a lot of like everything's planned out um it's not too much off the cuff i felt like we got a little bit off the cuff on this one which was good in a good way i mean they definitely like they definitely like wanted they like they were trying like tom talked a lot he was definitely like trying to connect with the audience but yeah like they, they can't just randomly like play a song no. that's not on the set list the only there was uh in the 15th slot they could have played you and whose army but instead they had uh they played optimistic yeah which is good it was uh i mean i still don't think they they, i mean i would like it they played optimistic the way they did in 2000 but you know it's it's still really good oh and and right before uh optimistic they played house of cards this amazing rendition uh and that's that's always special because usually don't i i've never heard house of cards live i don't think i was trying to think about it that was as perfect as you could get and also it's following lotus flower like lotus flower into house of cards that was that was perfect uh yeah it was a good one and uh really good exit music and uh and there there yeah really good there there johnny again another amazing guitar solo on there there the the taurus i thought maybe lagged a little bit uh yeah yeah a little bit but it's still it's still such a great song that you know and and also it came at a time you know in the concert where it's like they're about to close the second encore oh no they're gonna close the first encore and get to uh get to the second encore so it was fine it was like like okay leave us with that we know you're coming back on just give us some good stuff and they did they brought it they brought the bends um crowd favorite this con this uh this tour it seems like and then weird fishes and karma police karma police is the the best way to close the show that i've seen uh yeah and i predicted yeah, you did. that uh that they would play karma police last just because yeah they you know they, they do the sing-along and everything right. uh i also want to give a shout out to the crowd because i thought it was pretty cool that um while we were waiting for the first encore, there was like a buildup of clapping and just like the way and everybody just went berserk. And then Tom and Colin came out like just the right moment. Like it just really all sort of like came together really nicely. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that clap because do you know where that originated from? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, I'm taking credit for the clap. I'm taking credit for the stadium's clap. <laughs> Maybe it's possible. So I, I I missed that, but it, I mean it is possible. There's no way to you know definitively yep. deny it. So I was in the center of the of, of the. So of so the, you started that whole thing. I, I did the clap. I because you know what it was. I remembered it uh, when we went to see another concert, Blonde Redhead, and they did that clap uh, before the the encore, and uh, I was like, you know what? That's cool. That's simple. That's something everyone can get behind it's just a rhythmic clap 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 i kept doing it everybody else did it i'll take credit 
All right. I, I didn't know there was that much thought put into it. So uh, that was that was that was a great moment. That was, that was, that that's going down in the history books for me. All right. And uh, so yeah, a lot. And uh, and the Benz, the Benz. I thought they. I yeah. mean, I saw them play it probably like three times this tour. And uh, yeah, it was really great. And uh, they're just uh, they were in tune with the crowd. Oh, but um, one negative I have to bring up is that in the projections they have, they like show like, you know, slivers of like their faces. They obviously have probably have small cameras on the stage. And, you know, I, I don't know. I could I could go without their faces. I could just go with, you know, weird uh, lights right. as opposed to, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's for people in the back. I don't know like how much of a di- I mean, I, I don't know. I think it'll be fine without it. I mean, we're so close. We have a, a direct line of sight at Tom's actual person. Yeah. So for people who are in the seats in the high 200s and stuff, like maybe those those images make a difference. For me and you, it didn't it didn't it didn't make any song better. Like I never like looked up once and was like impressed with the visuals if they were showing him, but um. What you got going there? Yeah, yeah playing some more songs. Um, so so okay, can you talk about this being possibly their last, or at least like how they finished their tour? Like this was the finishing concert of their tour. You you're way more experienced than me. You you saw four at the Garden. I only saw one. I mean, well, luckily, I mean, from the way Tom was, I mean, he specifically, which I don't think. Uh, I've ever seen a concert, a Radiohead concert. He like specifically said how much he enjoys playing with the other guys in the band, and it's it's felt very heart, you know, very yeah, heartfelt. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, I don't think we really have to worry about uh, it being the last Radiohead show. But uh, I mean, you always have to, you know, consider it. But uh, they they seem to really enjoy playing with each other. I'm a little disappointed. You know, I'm always a little nervous that they weren't playing new songs on this tour. I think this tour was sort of a um, makeup for the 2016 tour, which I don't think really went well, especially like with ticketing and and things of that nature. So I think this was kind of a makeup. And uh, but, uh, you know, they're still they're still the best. They're still Radiohead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sort of like, I mean, I've been to so many Radiohead concerts, all the sort of, they, they sort of all bleed together, mm-hmm. but, uh, but this one was pretty distinct and it was, you know, they really brought it and it was, it was a great crowd. Uh, yeah, the, the crowd was awesome. I've never, you know, I, it was a real Philly crowd, which I appreciated. It wasn't, you know, like you, you go into concerts how we usually do and you can tell it's like, it's not really people who are from New York. This is a Philly crowd, like you know, you could feel it. It was, it was. Uh, I don't know. The, the 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 crowd had a pulse. You know, they really they wanted Radiohead to bring it, and Radiohead wanted to bring it. It was one of those just things where, yeah, like they're going home after that night. So why not just give them like a great show? I thought it was great. I you know I've seen I saw uh, their King of Limbs tour a couple times, which I thought was just amazing. And I thought, honestly, like, this show was better than those two that I saw back oh, then. Really? Yeah, I mean, the set list before um, for the King of Limbs was just amazing because it was just 
it, like it got the party started. There's a lot of fast songs, but this one, um, I like how the Moonshape Pool songs are played live. It's all about where they put them in the set list. If they put them in the right places, I think they're perfect. Um, Did they play? I don't think. I don't think they played any Moonshape Pool after the first three songs. I'm pretty sure they didn't. No, they didn't. I mean, Spectre's kind of. In, nah, that doesn't count. I mean, yeah, it's the same period though. But yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it was. It was. Oh yeah, and uh, the oh, yeah, the only other thing I'll add is that I Nick had Nick mentioned it in the car. I'm of, I'm of the belief that every Radiohead show is incomplete without the national anthem. But it was so such a great show. I honestly didn't even, yeah, didn't even notice yeah, yeah. that they didn't play the national anthem or Body Snatchers, and I was completely fine with it, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, that says a lot because it's always. Okay, before every concert, what's the question? Like, what, what's, a, what's a song you want to hear? Yeah. Always, like, you got me into the national anthem as hard as, as you love it. Like, uh, I think, yeah, I think they do national anthem the right way uh, when it's, like, built up. Like, if you build up to national anthem the right way and it comes in around, like, 10, 11, 12 or a little bit later, yeah. uh, it, like, it just sends the crowd into a frenzy. Um, and the fact that, I mean, listen, I was happy they had weird fishes. That was just an amazing, amazing way to finish the show. But, um, yeah, national anthem is, you know, they didn't need it apparently. Uh, yeah. The fact that they didn't need it was pretty incredible. And, uh, they're still, they're still radiohead. They still know how to do it. Yeah. I've been to like. I, I mean, my number of Radiohead shows is so high that I was, especially in New York, I was like embarrassed to say the number just because it sounded like a dick thing because everybody else would be like, this is my third show. <laughs> and I would be like, and then I just didn't want to come over the top with like, from the top belt with like, yeah, it's 28, motherfucker. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it seemed like a dick move. But um but yeah, they're they're still they're still doing. I've been watching them for since two thousand. They they still got it. So uh, yeah, you got anything else? No, I think we could wrap this up. Um, it was a great show, you know. Big 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 mega show, Philadelphia. It was great. Yeah. So if you weren't there, if you didn't see it, uh, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're you know you're a lesser person for it. I'm sorry to have to point that well, out to you. We're not lesser people, but we have been improved as people because of witnessing that concert. Yeah, ipso facto, they're less than us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's enough judgment for one day, and uh, we're out.